want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hello everybody, what's up? Welcome back. I've recorded this intro three times now because we've had delivery drivers up and down the driveway and the mail person just came and Gabby does not like the postal people or the delivery people so it's like four times a day she's just going insane at the mail people like does anybody else's dog just really not like the delivery drivers because that's so hard and she's so friendly like she's a lab but she looks kind of scary when she's barking so I don't know been a huge dilemma this holiday season but what's up everybody welcome back to the show I'm recording live from my bed yes I'm recording in bed today and this episode is going to be all about taking rest and what better way to record a taking rest themed episode than from my bed I am not gonna lie to you guys I have not been feeling 100% today I've probably been feeling like 40% and not even physically, but just like mentally and emotionally. I'm extremely, incredibly drained and very in need of rest. And I don't like turning on the mic and being a Debbie Downer. So I was like, you know what? I can record in bed. I can talk about the importance of rest. I can talk about hibernation, the hibernation season that we're coming into, and try to just have a good conversation because the last thing I want is to turn on a podcast, or the last thing I want for my listeners is for you to turn on this podcast and just have me like bitching the whole time. It's not fun for anybody, right? So that's not what I'm going to do today. I just wanted to kind of share with you guys where my head's at, how I'm doing, because it's important to be real and you guys know I'm never going to sugarcoat things on this show, um, and I never sugarcoat really anything in general. I got a DM today that was like, I just appreciate how real and raw you are and how you don't compromise who you are just to fit in online, and I really appreciate when you guys do see that from me because I'm never going to be somebody that I'm not um, just to just to go with the crowd, and part of that is just being 100% true to myself Every time I turn on the microphone or post a reel or post an Instagram story or whatever. So I just like to share with you guys how I'm feeling and I know that plenty of people are feeling the same way. Pretty much anybody that I've come across in the past couple days has said that they are feeling 
this way so I think that it's pretty normal to feel just kind of drained right now. I always talk about how you can't pour from an empty cup and my cup is feeling empty and I wish that it was as easy as just going down to the refrigerator and, and filling it up again in the kitchen but it's not. Refilling my cup looks like doing things for myself. It looks like recording this podcast from bed. <laughs> it looks like taking a week or two off um, here pretty soon. So the theme of today's episode is take rest. And on Instagram, I posted, I think, a picture of my desk. And I just kind of talked about like what was on my desk. And I was like, you know, I have some more gifts to wrap underneath my desk. And here's my lemon water. And then I put a poll on there too. I said, working from home this morning, then taking off for a few. Are you hibernating between Christmas and New Year's? And surprisingly, a lot of people said no, they're not hibernating, <laughs> which honestly surprised me because this time of year is the time between like Christmas and New Year's. I feel like is supposed to be such a chill time. Oh, also today is the winter solstice, so no wonder I'm kind of feeling down, but today's been just a dark day in general. It's the darkest day of the year. The sun is setting as we speak. I think it actually technically set already. Yeah, 447. So I think that the sun has officially set. It was cloudy all day. It's supposed to rain all day tomorrow. So it's just kind of like doom and gloom, to be honest. Um, and I'm feeling it. And it's crazy like how much the weather can impact your emotions. I'm going on a tangent. But ultimately, I was just so shocked that so many people said that they aren't taking rest between Christmas and New Year's. And regardless of what you celebrate, I think that we can all agree that this time of year, people typically rest. And so I saw this and I was just thinking, oh my gosh, everybody is going to go into the new year without charging their own battery. And I'm going to do an entire episode next week about starting fresh with the new year's, new beginnings. You guys know I'm such a fan of new beginnings. And charging your battery, taking care of yourself, resting before you get into all of that is so incredibly important. So I wanted to just share with you guys a couple tips and tricks I have for you that you can implement into your daily routine over the next week or so, so you can go into the new year feeling recharged and refreshed. Tip number one is to take a social media detox and turn your vacation responder on your, on your email on and even go as far as turning off your phone for I would say like a day maybe more than that for me personally this is the dilemma that I have right now for me I am constantly on and it's tough for people who are creatives because you can't turn off your ideas and we'll get into other techniques and topics that I have as far as channeling those thoughts and ideas and how to handle the constant flow of thoughts and ideas. But if you are a creative person, there's really no off switch. And then when you bring social media into the mix, it just amplifies. I don't want to call it a problem because being creative and thinking often isn't necessarily a problem, but it's bothersome sometimes, right? And then when you log on, you're constantly flooded with everybody else's thoughts and ideas and problems and opinions and to-do lists. And nowadays, like, we're constantly posting all the shit that we have and it's overwhelming sometimes. And so during this season of rest, this, like, hibernation week, don't 
log on. And yeah, it's nice to post a holiday picture and, you know, your holiday drink that you made and stuff, but the mindless scrolling is so dangerous. And same thing with emails too. I feel like most people are probably going to be light on the emails over the next couple days, but turn your vacation responder anyway, because then you just have this peace of mind, okay, even if something arrives in my inbox, I can look at it, but I don't have to respond right away because the autoresponder already did it and I don't have to worry about it. It just like gives you that peace of mind. And then even like phone calls and stuff, let it go, take rest. You don't always have to be 24-7, especially for people who either work for themselves or maybe you have a really demanding job or maybe you're in school. Honestly though, if you're in school and you're on break, it's the best. <laughs> you just have to think about nothing and it's fantastic. But for people who work, it's really, really hard to turn it off. My next suggestion to help you refresh is to simply step away from your to-do list and your tasks, your activities, checking the boxes can get addicting and there's nothing wrong with writing down, you know, clean the house, clean the bathroom, do the laundry, whatever, but give yourself a little bit of grace, right? You don't have to get all your shit done right now. Obviously do the dishes and stuff, right? But I know for me, I am not going to be my most productive self <laughs> over the next couple days and that's completely fine because I've accepted the fact that you can still get your stuff done without it being overwhelming. Like, yeah, we're still going to do the dishes and like keep the bathroom clean and I'm still recording this podcast, but it's not the most ideal situation, you know, and I'm literally laying in bed staring at my ceiling talking to you guys. And that's my version of productive today because I let go of the idea that the to-do list has to look a certain way. I think I've said this before in a podcast, but break up with your to-do list. It's nice to stay organized. It's nice to get your thoughts down, but don't let it completely dictate your every move. Refresh your routine. I think a lot of people get bored really, really easily with the workouts, the food, even your organization, your bedroom. Why not refresh your routine, refresh your space? before the new year. Maybe try a new workout that you've been eyeing or try a new recipe that you've had saved on your phone for a while or maybe try a new meditation app or crack open a new book that you've been meaning to start. And when you put a little bit of extra effort into refreshing your routine, it's almost like a form of self-care, right? Just add a little bit of spice into your daily routine. Tip number four is to spend time alone. During the holidays, I'm assuming that most of you are probably going to be spending a lot of time with family. There's a lot going on right now <laughs> and there's no doubt about that, but I think that if you can carve out, whether it's like you wake up an hour earlier in the morning just to get in your alone time and to do your morning routine without people bothering you or talking to you, or you... Um, schedule out a workout that you're not telling anybody that you're going to because you just want to go alone. Just finding little pockets of time for you to recharge your own social battery is so important, especially for introverted people. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm very introverted and I, you could put me in a cabin alone in the woods by myself and I would probably be fine for a while. And like family dinners and stuff, honestly, just take it out of me. Like, I have to spend 
like the entire next day just like refreshing myself and so maybe this tip is mainly for me but schedule in alone time and make it a non-negotiable my next piece of advice is to prioritize sleep i was reading up on this the other day because sleep is so interesting to me and it's something that i have not been getting enough of and i think it was like 30 percent of women struggle with sleep and say that they don't get at least eight hours every night and i found that really interesting because obviously we all have the same 24 hours in a day and just because you go to bed quote-unquote at like 10 o'clock doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting eight hours of sleep being in bed and sleeping are two completely different things and i've gotten to know the difference incredibly well over the past couple months um, and it's honestly incredibly frustrating for me because I feel like I'm doing all the right things before bed. I'm like setting the mood. I'm like turning the lights down low. I even have a red lamp, um, oil diffuser, all the things like checking all the boxes, but I still can't get rest. And so something that's really, really, really incredibly important to me, I feel like I've been saying incredibly important a lot this episode, but I am personally going to work on and I recommend that you guys too, especially if you're in college, college and sleep do not go hand in hand. So just prioritize sleep over the next week or so. Try to maybe go to bed a little bit earlier. See what happens when you are horizontal before 10. I've seen a lot of success with that um and just just see what happens move your body i probably say this in every single podcast episode but when you move your body magic happens and i truly believe that movement is medicine also important to take rest days i'm taking one today because i'm incredibly sore from this really really good workout that i did yesterday another reason why we're talking about resting and recharging in this episode but when you move your body you are just a happier person and if you can i recommend that you get outside and move your body so whether this is just going for a walk going for a stroll i know a lot of us are probably gonna have to bundle up because it's pretty chilly outside or you try a new workout class this kind of might play into refreshing your routine and you want to try a new workout Tip number seven is to make a vision board. I have been considering doing like a vision board workshop. The only problem is that it would suck to be virtual. Or maybe I'll do a podcast episode about about vision boarding or a blog post about vision boarding. But just sit down with a pen and paper and think about how you want to feel this coming year. Think about what you want your routine to look like. Think about what you want your lifestyle to look like. Think about what you want your job to look like. And then how do you want to feel in each of those categories? I mean, personal life, relationships, career, finances, all of those categories can be visualized. And take a pen and paper, write down what you want to do in those categories, how you want to feel, any other notes. And then just flip through magazines, pick out pictures that make you feel a certain way or pull pictures that align with your vision and then put them on a cork board or um, mod podge them onto a canvas. Use this board as a way to fuel you for the coming year. Last tip, kind of might fall under the category of vision boarding, but this is something that I am doing tonight. It's already written down in my journal. And I'm going to have a long journal session and jot down the things that make me happy. I don't know who to attribute this quote to, but I love the quote that says, when you focus on the good, the good gets better. We could all use a little bit more good in our life. And so just take 10 minutes out of your busy day to write down things that make you happy. Maybe write a list like 1 to 50 
I mean, why not? There's got to be at least 50 things or more that make you happy. And even just like little things like sunrises in the morning or like a bar of chocolate. There's so many reasons to be happy. And I know I personally don't spend enough time being grateful for those things that make me happy. So something that I am excited to do to help myself refuel, recharge, reset going into the new year is recognize and appreciate those things that make me happy and then go do more of the things that make me happy. Thank you all so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I hope that you got some inspiration on how to refuel yourself, recharge yourself, reset, rest before the new year and through the holiday season. Um, I'm not sure how much I will be online over the next week or so, but you can definitely guarantee a podcast on Thursday. But if you do want to keep up with me, my Instagram is always, always, always linked in the show notes. You can find me on Instagram at Lily Rako, or you can follow the podcast Instagram at 8020pod, that's 8020pod. I love you guys so much. Happy holidays to those who celebrate, and I will talk to you next week. Bye!